Fast to you forever, Ugh, boy. There's all kinds of family. Shows this one. <laughs> it's episode 271, The Christmas Chronicles from 2018. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And this is a bonus episode dropping on Christmas morning for everyone, patrons and main feed alike. So get very excited with us today. Even more exciting, it's a Christmas miracle. He has not been on this show since Tokyo Drift Lap, like two, one, maybe. One, no, yeah, two. one was solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to see, has he been on any show on the network in years? Uh, with us today, ooh, oh, with us today, we have Dr. Chris Podcast. Hello, Chris. Hello. Uh, yes, I was um, I was banned from this show uh, on, on, after a previous appearance, and fortunately now that Elon Musk has brought comedy and free speech back to the internet, oh. uh, I can appear once again. So yeah, Donald Trump <laughs> says we can say Merry Christmas again, and Elon Musk says yes. we can say lots of bad words again, and now you're back. Yeah, and it's really We didn't vote on it. We didn't vote on it. Do you remember, Chris, the last Cage Club Podcast Network episode you were on? It wasn't um it wasn't this? No, this was in October of twenty eighteen. You've been on okay. five episodes since then. And they all I got it. Yeah, what what is it? I think it was just before COVID, we did Colorado Space. At my house, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We did that on March 8th, 2020, the, yeah. the week oh, before the world Literally changed. a week. The Jeez. real before times. Uh, since then, actually, you've been on two other episodes that were recorded at my house. You're on the episode 1000 for the network, oh, where yeah. we record after the barbecue. Right. You were also on the Charlie Theron clip show, which I think yeah. was maybe after a camp cage club where we all just watched YouTube in my living room and just recorded stuff. I think so. Yeah. Checks out. And then you were also on a Hanks of the Memories, a Cruise Club, and a High School Slumber Party. But you've been largely absent because you went and actually became a full blown doctor. Congratulations! Yeah, I um, I don't know what I was thinking, but uh, now here you I love am. Debt, you love. I debt. do. I love <laughs> being hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt with very little to show for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love um, being tired uh, all the time in a yep. field that uh, is 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 merciless and disgusting. Um, I just, I, I'm so good at making decisions. You should be, you should make all the decisions. You're the best at making decisions, but welcome back. I'm so happy that you're here. Before we talk about the Christmas Chronicles, which is available to watch on Netflix, if you want to yes. see Kurt Russell, Mr. Nobody as Santa Claus, we, we kind of put out a, uh, well, we did put out a bonus episode for the patrons last Sunday for Better Watch Out, the relatively new-ish horror Christmas movie, but Chris... Do you have favorite Christmas movies? I would like to hear a traditional Christmas movie, like one that like everybody agrees, and you know maybe yeah. like a, a non traditional one, like a Shane Black one or something like that. Right. Um, yeah, I'll say for a traditional one, mm-hmm. I watch Home Alone almost every year. Love love the OG Home Alone. Okay. Um, and I think the second one gets a bit of a bad rap too. I think the second one's pretty okay because. Uh, the, the greatest actor of all time, Mr. Donald Trump. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, your president and mine uh, mm-hmm. is is has a great cameo, uh, looking confused as shit in that movie. And then directly at the camera. Yes. <laughs> um, look, if a Christmas story is on, and it is on. Um, really? 
I don't mind it. I don't mind That's it. That's my pick, dude. I'm with wow. you, brother. Wow. And yeah. I hate Christmas and Christmas movies. And, like, I'll watch a Christmas story on loop on TBS or TNT, whatever channel it's on. Apparently that guy made, like, a he rebooted or something. There's, like, a TV series about it. And my friend who has young daughters uh, watched it and hated it. Like, he just said it ruined... I don't remember the exact verbatim, but he was very upset that the uh, whatever the new version, like a Christmas story story or yeah. something like that. Yes, 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 is, yes. Is uh, apparently not good. I haven't seen it because I don't like the original, but I don't know. You don't like the original? That tracks. It was one where, because my cousin would, like, that was, like, his thing. Like, he would always watch it on Christmas, and, like, he'd make a big deal. I'm just like, this is not good. Like, I like even as a kid, I'm just like, no, I want to be, like, I want to be a difficult, pretentious little, like, eight-year-old. And I just, I, I didn't watch it at the right time. And then I tried to watch it. I watched it, like, a, a handful of years ago. I'm just like, nope, I missed a bit. I missed the boat. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, weird ones. I yeah. mean, like, look, Die Hard is great. And mm-hmm. it is a Christmas movie. Thank uh, you. And I'm I'm flying. Actually, I'm flying to the to L. A. on Christmas night this year. So I'm excited to have a Die Hard Christmas. I'm sure I will be killing several terrorists. Um, and I'm I'm very excited. Yeah, it's it's gonna be great. Uh, I'm gonna try. Yeah, I'm gonna try to not have my feet destroyed by glass. But you know, who, who can say? We do we do love we do love feet on this podcast, don't we? We lo- we stand a healthy foot. Mm-hmm. We, we have recently talked about foot fetishes <laughs> on this show, actually. Um, but my, I'll, I will pick two, uh, two very um, non-traditional yet extremely sexy Christmas Ooh. films that I love, uh, and that is Batman Returns and Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, that was one of the episodes that you were on. You were on a uh-huh. Cruise Club episode of Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, and yeah, Batman Returns, a great one. There was a, so every day there's a Bing poll. It's like, Okay. It just adds, and like it recently said, which Tim Burton Christmas or which it was like which Tim Burton movie does Christmas right? And it was Edward Scissorhands or what's the other one? Nightmare? Not Batman Returns. Nightmare yeah, I guess it was, I guess it was Nightmare. Yeah, I guess Burton. I guess those were no, those were is. the two. Uh, it's he produced it. Uh, what's his name? The guy with um, whose last name starts with an H, who just put out that new movie. Oh, he- Henry Selick. Selick, that's it. Yeah. He did Coraline. He did mm-hmm. Wendell and Wild. James ah. and Giant Peach. Wow! I never. I always thought I would have gone to my grave thinking Tim Burton directed that. You're welcome. I will also go to my grave. I would die to see. Even though I don't like that movie, I don't. I don't dislike that movie. I haven't seen that movie in forever. I want to rewatch it. What? But like Phoebe Bridgers singing in London, I think, as the Sally, as the Catherine O'Hara voice. Oh, God, fuck yes, mm. man. I would love to see Phoebe do that, but... I know you would. Wow. Yeah. Joey hates A Christmas Story and somehow loves spin-off remix songs of A Nightmare Before Christmas. All of well, this Well, no, they did like a stage stage production of it. Danny Elfman and Phoebe Bridgers did the Jack and Sally thing. It wasn't like a a spin-off. It was like a re-imagining, re-living, whatever. Still. Okay, either way. But we are here to keep up a Christmas tradition on Too Fast, Too Forever. What other Christmas movies have we done, Joe? We've done... Long Kiss Goodnight, right? Long Kiss Goodnight. We did... The Noel. Paul, is that the Paul Walker as a cop yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We did last year, we did the Will Smith one where a collateral three. beauty... Collateral beauty. Ooh, it was, yeah, was that with the three where they were the, they were the ghosts the whole time? Man, That's that movie a rough is so watch. good. That, well, that movie... That was, was really, really enjoyable for me. There was a letterbox list called the CBCU, the Collateral Beauty Cinematic Universe, and it's oh, all yeah. movies that give that vibe. This was, oh. I feel like there were more than this, but it's Collateral Beauty, Aloha, Life Itself, The Book of Henry, 
Serenity feels like it should be on there. Serenity should be on there. Like, I don't know. There's another list that's like a Dear Evan Hansen, Remember Me. Like, there's all these movies that are just like, that they they take so many swings and connect on zero (laughs) of them. Yeah. And it's so impressive, man. I love yeah. those so much. What's the one where like Adam Sandler's really sad that his family died in nine eleven? That's that's one of those too. Whoa, oh. isn't it? Uh, I think it's called Rain, Rain Over, Over Me, Me. because yeah, it's named wow. after the I, Who song. Yeah, I did not know that's what that movie was about. I think that's what that movie's about. It is. Yeah. yeah okay. Wow. I feel where like where did he in... take his family on vacation for that one? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that one <laughs> Joe, doesn't his have family speed. died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like his real family. Yeah, they, they is, died. It's the only way he does movies. He's man. meth. He's method man, not method man. He's method <laughs> comma man. His he's like, I need to do this movie. I need you all to perish. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they did. Yeah. Um, the Christmas and then he did Chronicles. click and got them all back. Yeah. Oh yeah, good call. With the Bed Bath and Way Beyond, which I thought was very funny the first time when I was like, when the movie came out, two thousand four. And I'm t- I was way too old to enjoy that, but. <laughs> I'm not going to – I'll admit it. I liked it the first time. Um, The Christmas Chronicles, the story of sister and brother Kate and Teddy Pierce, whose Christmas Eve plan to catch Santa Claus on camera turns into an unexpected journey that most kids could only dream about. Had either of you seen this movie before this week? Never heard of it. Never seen it. Really? Never heard of it? Nope. Did not know it existed. Yes. So Chris is here. Chris, do you like Christmas in general? I know your name is in – the thing um, but do you like christmas or you like because i know joe hates it i don't yep. hate it it's not my favorite holiday um that is obviously halloween uh but i don't really hate it i hate the uh the world around it mm-hmm, like the, mm-hmm. the bombardment of terrible christmas songs and mm-hmm. yeah. uh, toyota holiday events and, yes. and things like Toyota-thon. that um but otherwise um yeah i don't i don't outright hate it it is fair to say, though, I think that for people who know you or your history of movie taste and podcast, this is kind of a weird fit for you to re- make your triumphant return to the network to come back for the Christmas Chronicles. You did sort of bamboozle me on well, this one, if I recall correctly. That's the story I'm setting up. So, yeah, please go ahead. How did you wind up on this episode? Uh, I was very cross-faded at a Carly Rae Jepsen concert, mm-hmm. uh, and he and J- J- Joseph uh, asked me if uh, I would like to be uh, on a episode. I-, I believe you just said, I- you know, I don't know how much you told me. <laughs> I do remember you saying Kurt Russell, and I thought, boy, I love Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. I could be doing a Tarantino movie. Russell. I could be doing a Carpenter movie. Shit, yeah. it might be Stargate, but it'll be fun. Uh, didn't... <laughs> Didn't really expect to get uh, the uh, Netflix original, uh, The Christmas Chronicles. Uh, I think, if I remember right, I think, I think, I think the way that this went was we were, it was before the concert started, and I was like, I really want to do a Kurt Russell lap, because I think it was right after we had done Christine, maybe, Joe, and like, oh, I yeah. was like, I was yeah. like, you know, I, we, I was talking to Joe, I want to do like a Kurt Russell lap, and like, he wants to do it, but yeah, he feels like, we were talking about like, whether we should do it before I do like a, the rock lap or whatever, and Chris was like, oh, I would be on any Kurt Russell movie, I was like, well, mm. we're not doing those yet, but we are doing the Christmas Chronicles, you're like, alright, fuck it, whatever. So I think yeah. it was kind of like that, like, so, it was like a resignation, like, 
I really want to do a Kurt Russell movie, but the only one you're doing is where he plays Santa Claus for the first time. Stay tuned for next year where we bring Chris back for the Christmas Chronicles well, too. So yeah, is there the, really a second to this? Yeah, there is. Oh, and the God. reason I think that I agreed to this was I I do I don't think you hit it. I I do think you you did tell me vaguely what it was, but I think you were thinking of two because I think you pitched it as a Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. Goldie Hawn as Mrs. Claus movie, which that is technically correct, but she yeah. is in this movie for about 12 seconds. I was yeah. disappointed by the lack of Goldie, because the only thing I knew about this movie at all was Curtis, Santa Claus, Goldie as Mrs. Claus. And I thought it was about them. I think the second one is about them, but I think, because she only shows up with the last like 30 seconds of this movie. Yep. Yeah, so. it's basically an end credits sequence. She's kind of the Nick Fury of this movie. Yes. She is, which is kind of amazing. As like a a teaser, like oh, his actual wife. Do you know? Hold on. What I found out. Do you know that his daughter, Kate Hudson, mm-hmm. their daughter, Kate Hudson, is yeah. married to Matthew Bellamy of Muse? Oh, no, I did not but know that. that. Sounds vaguely familiar, but okay. So in the in the movie where the daughter, where Kate Katie Cat, as she is referred to, goes to the North Pole and sees all the videos, yeah. apparently the kid who's asking for a snowboard on that video is Kurt's grandson Bing, like the search engine Bing Bellamy, who's Matthew Bellamy and Kate Hudson's kid. So I was just huh. like, there's a weird like, and then there's a bunch of names that they use that are all like Kurt Russell's actual grandkids. So like, this is like almost literally a family affair, which is kind of sweet because I feel like it's you know in line with the holiday, but. Yeah, I thought there's going to be a lot more Goldie, and I think that's – I don't know what the second movie's about, but I think Goldie is a much bigger presence in The Christmas Chronicles, too. She's on the box, so so maybe. I always I thought she was on the box for this one, too. But oh, oh, maybe. I don't think she is, Maybe though. I missed it. I mean, I we I watched on Netflix, so I didn't see like well, what yeah, the I, I mean, poster looks like you know. Yeah, I guess I guess by the box, my my old boomer ass blockbuster mindset just goes to the, the movie box. poster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, no, the the poster is Santa alone with his arms crossed looking like a badass in front of a Christmas tree with all the CGI elves all over the place. Kids are not on it. It's just Kurt. So Goldie, nowhere but to be seen. You know what? To, to be fair, for uh, the, the, the fast and uh, too fast, too forever Potiverse, um, y- you did pick probably the movie with the most uh, too fast and too furious of Santa Clauses. There's I can't imagine so him much getting higher talk. speed ever. Yeah. There is so much car talk in this There's movie. There's a fucking challenger in the in the video. In and a I, way that I did not expect. Yeah, same. And Kurt Russell definitely just plays Kurt like Mr. Nobody in a Santa Claus costume. Right. Like I will say, I don't think this movie is good. I enjoyed it as much as I did, which is to say I liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked it because it's just Kurt Russell as Kurt Russell dressed as like Santa dressed like Santa Claus. Like that's that's basically what it is. Like he's he's just being any Kurt Russell character, kind yep. of, sort yeah. of, into a PG movie as Santa Claus, and I enjoyed that. Like, it's just, it's a different take on Santa Claus, and it's kind of, like, exactly what I was hoping for and exactly what I expected, and it worked. When I did some research on, um, like, who and, and why um, about this movie, mm-hmm. um, there was a couple things that made a lot of sense to me. And okay. then one, one major thing that didn't make any sense. One, this is directed by the guy who was the... DP on Forrest Gump, who was nominated for an Oscar for that. Really? Yes. That guy is a very, his career is very uh, for hire, but like like high end for hire. But he's sure. like okay. he's yeah. not a consistent guy. Like he's not a, who's the guy that worked with Spielberg forever? Uh, was that uh, Janus? 
uh, I always want to, is that Kaminsky? Is that his name? Whatever. That guy or the guy who did um, uh, Skyfall, who had been working in, like with like the same people for years, uh, Deacons. Um, yeah, that's right. I'm coming on here name dropping uh, cinematographers. and Roger DPs. Deacons, yes. Uh, yeah. Skyfall. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that happened. Uh, so that guy has. Yeah, Don Burgess did for he shot Forrest Gump, yeah, Spider Man, Aquaman, Thirteen Going on Thirty, Castaway, The Conjuring Two, The Polar Express, Enchanted, Contact, The Muppets, Flight, Terminator Three, Forty Two, Pinocchio. Like this is the new uh-huh. Pinocchio. So he looks like he works with Zemeckis a lot. He works with yeah. Tom Hanks a lot because they work together a lot. He does a lot of family stuff. That is a wild resume. Well, yeah, and I think it, where this comes in is this studio is Christopher Columbus's studio, fourteen ninety two Pictures. Uh, Christopher Columbus, not the disgusting um, racist uh, Italian who did not discover the New World. Uh, the um, director of such films as um, some one of one or both of the Home Alones, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, mm-hmm. um, Nine Ooh. Months, I think, um, the first two Harry Potter movies. And I actually really did get the vibe as I was watching this of like, this is kind of like Home Alone meets Harry Potter uh, in like just a, a real Christmas setting. There's a lot of um, like flying scenes where kids are getting empowered and, and doing a bunch of cool wizard shit. And um, there's a lot of, like, weird adults taking pratfalls. So um, this being a Chris Columbo movie kind of – it makes a lot of sense if you've seen some of that guy's work. I think the way that I could describe this, if you have not seen it yet, is, like – it's exactly what you think it's going to be. Like it's family friendly with like a little bit of. I don't, it's not even edge. Like edge is the wrong word, but like just no. like yeah. it's something that is just like it's not like overly treacly. Yeah, um, it's just like it's it's what you kind of want it to be. Like it's 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 a thing that like if you're if you're with your whole family and they put this on, there are worse things to watch. Oh yeah, there's a lot of worse things to watch, and they're all on like the Hallmark Channel. It's yeah. all like there's thirty thousand movies about a, a businesswoman. Who goes back to her hometown and meets like uh, a guy wearing flannel who makes bespoke ladders and like decides yep. to leave her career to to move back in with her parents and fall in love with him? Like one of those fucking movies or movies called like or like My Christmas Prince or something like that. Like and those are your stream. options for Christmas movies in the year of our Lord 2022. Mm-hmm. So you could do a lot worse than this. Joe, what did you think? You've been suspiciously quiet of the Christmas Chronicles. What do you think of this movie? Bearing in mind that Ugh. you hate Christmas. I thought the whole time I watched this movie, like, man, I really like Kurt Russell yep. and not much else. Not because, like, again, I agree with what you guys said. I think there's a lot worse you could be watching. I find some charm in how bad those other ones are. This was, like, too Christmas wholesome propaganda bullshit for me. So those parts I didn't like. I, I hate the movies that are, like, we can besides the hallmark ones where it's clearly like the main plot point the like we can christmas cheer somebody back into christmas is something that i hate because i've i'm a long-standing grinch who's never been turned so i don't think that it's possible and i hate people trying to force christmas at me and that's what i was perceiving while i was watching the movie but joe his dad died in a fire I know. He was a firefighter. He died in a fire. All he wants to do is talk to him. I get it. The little girl's cute, too. She's a pretty good actress. Did you recognize her? Because she was in a... She was sort of a a high-profile thing in a really high-profile project in the last five-ish years. Oh, no, I don't. Uh, 
Hmm. Were there? Hmm. It was a TV show. I'll give you a hint. It's a TV oh, show. No. I don't know. She played Adam Scott and Reese Witherspoon's pretentious, music-loving daughter on Big Little Lies. Oh, I don't know that show. Sure. But, okay. If you Fair, say so. Yeah. Wait, Joe, you have been up my ass metaphorically about the White Lotus, and you didn't see Big Little Lies? Like, you don't love middle-aged white woman porn as much as I thought you did. No, cause, no, I like White Lotus. But, I know. Uh, that's what no. I'm saying. No. And he it's likes middle-aged like white woman show. porn. Don't get him wrong there. Yeah. Just not that kind. No, but I feel like there's a certain lineage from, like, Big Little Lies into the White Lotus. No. Would no? never have connected okay. to me. Okay. I like I I know people I know people watch that show, but like didn't sound like anything of interest to me ever. And the brother, her brother, is from the Babysitter, that movie, the other Netflix movie with Samara Weaving. Oh, uh, he's yeah. like the main kid in that, and he okay. is one of the leads in Summer of eighty four, which is the oh. horror high school movie that the guys, the team, or the, the three people, I think two men and a woman who made Turbo Kid made Summer of eighty four. Um, I've talked about okay. both those movies on High School Slumber Party. If you want more of this kid, like I think they're both good. I think the daughter, yep. especially, especially, is pretty charming and like yep. charismatic. But again, yeah, it's it's exactly the whole like he's grumpy because he's lost the Christmas spirit, and she wants to Christmas spirit him back into it. Yep. And it's a dead dad and an absent mom because she's you know supporting the family, and yeah, it's exactly what you think it's going to be. Again, I think this movie is entirely solely propped up by the fact that Kurt Russell is Kurt Russell and can make anything watchable. Yes, and seeing Kurt Russell play a Kurt Russell version of Santa Claus is yeah. awesome. I agree. Mm-hmm. I do have a a question for the two of you, and anyone out there listening with uh, young children, skip ahead a minute or two. Uh-oh. Has there ever been a movie where, like, I guess there has been, but, like, because he almost tells her Santa isn't real. Oh. And then he's like, he's like, you know what? Like, Santa isn't, he's not watching your videos. But, like, I'm like, there's, like, because by the end of the movie, it's like Santa is real. That's what this movie is establishing. But there's almost like he almost explicitly says, like, as a mean older brother, Sand isn't real. Like, is, has that been a premise in any movie? Yeah. That isn't that like, like the premise of the swing. Santa Claus? Like, Santa I, Claus, Elf, yeah. both of them kind of talk about the fact that, like, you grow old and then, like, stop believing. and you, and. But has it ever, like, been in a way that, like, is, is told, like, in a mean, like, you're a dumb little kid? Mm. I think so, because I think that, like... Even when you're young enough to still believe in Santa, the the idea that there's like evil older kids that will just tell you he's not real exists, whether you believe that or not. Like yeah, that's like your parents. That's like somebody just like tormenting you. Miracle on Thirty right. Fourth Street. That's also a major plot point, right? That like Santa doesn't exist. Um, it's been a million years since I've seen that movie, but I think that's a, a big thing, right? They put Santa existing or not on trial, if I remember right. Oh yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the idea that Santa actually does exist, but you just get old and forget is a thing a lot. But, yeah, is there ever a point where they almost just straight up have a character say that? I don't know. But I did I did clock that as an as a interesting uh, turn of events in that story. S- very quickly, speaking of the Santa Claus, apparently Kurt Russell was considered for that role before Tim Allen got it. So we could have almost had Kurt Russell in those movies, which I mean, we probably would have lost out on other Kurt Russell movies. So I'm kind of glad that didn't happen. But I do. OK, so let's fast forward to the end of the movie. OK, and we'll get back to the journey. But at the end of the movie, we see Santa delivering all these presents and like the kids open their gifts. And this is a single parent family, right? It's just the mom. Mm-hmm. And Santa gives Kate a skateboard. And Santa gives um, 
not Kate, the brother's name is Ted, Teddy Bear, uh, gives him the old Christmas ornament that he can see his dead father in. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. The mom has to know Santa exists because they have gifts under the tree that she did not buy them. And there's like the Aunt Peggy or whatever. But then, so like there's that on that one hand that like every parent on the globe is seeing their kids open gifts on Christmas morning that they did not buy. Then when Santa is in the real world, people have so lost the Christmas spirit that even when he knows their name, what they asked for for Christmas, who they are inside and out, they don't believe he's Santa Claus. Like, Yes. What? Where is the balance in this world? You know, there's there's just an an arcane umbra when you when you get old that prevents you from uh, really truly deep down in your heart believing in jolly old Saint Nick, and uh, it's 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 hard to break through. You really need that evidence right in front of you, and you know the sorcery since Saint Nick is basically a, a warlock. Um, mm-hmm. You yeah. know, he, he must cast some kind of divination. On the family to make them think that they bought the, the the toys, or maybe they can't see them. I don't know. Like Men in Black, like, like yeah, he like you know he reverse neuralizes. Like you always, yes. re- you've always remembered this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. When growing up, did you guys get gifts? Were all your gifts from Santa, or did you get gifts from your parents and also Santa? Parents and Santa, but honestly, I think Rachel said like her mom does this in a way that I think is the best, okay. which is, like, she gets, like, one normal, low-dollar-price gift from Santa, and then everything else is, like, from her mom or something. Okay. So Santa gives, like, one thing that she wanted, and the mom gets the credit for the rest of it. Yeah, but in the sense that I really like this, because then it doesn't, like, you know, little kids go back to school, and they're like, what did you get from Santa? And somebody's like, I got, like, three Xboxes and two iPads. Right. And then some other kid's like, I got one Hot Wheels car. I got a yo-yo. Yeah, and you're like, does Santa just, like, hate that one kid? Or, like, what? But it's obviously not that. So I think that this is, we should collectively, communally, if you want to celebrate Santa Claus, do it the way that Santa has, like, a $20 well, I think I think I think whatever Santa does, he should just do it for everybody. Like either all your gifts are from Santa, or just like one kind of dinky gift is from Santa. Because then you'd be like, oh, well, like the rich kids got it because like Santa loves rich kids more. I don't know. It, that's maybe my logic doesn't really work, but no, you see mine though. Like yes. if they like yeah, no, if, yeah. Yes, if they got like sure. a handful of pencils, you'd be like, okay, cool. Like everybody got stupid things from Santa, mm-hmm. but like my parents are rich, so that's yeah. why I got a Nintendo. Chris, did you get Santa gifts and parent gifts, or just Santa gifts? I think I. Pretty exclusively got Santa gifts, if I remember uh, okay. correctly. Yeah. I think I got a mix, and I don't think there was any rhyme or reason which was which. I don't think so either, yeah. I th- like, I think I had a mix, and I don't think it was, like, one way or the other. It does feel like there's a lack of order. Like, I feel like there's there's there should be things that, like, when you have a kid, someone should pull you aside and be like, here's... Are you are you going to celebrate Christmas? Here's what you have to do. Yeah. Here's here's your rule book. Mm-hmm. Start there and and like yeah yeah yeah. Like, we'll, we'll get to actually how to raise the kid and like how to keep it alive. But here's what you need to do about Christmas so that you don't make other kids feel bad. Yeah, or or like and like you know what? Mm-hmm. Like we're sick of the cookie shit, so we banned that last year. No more cookies. Like we just came to get. You can vote on the next round, but like this is what we got rid of last time. You know. <laughs> 
did you i'm assuming so you both i would assume put out milk and cookies right yes a couple times not all the time i agree i i'm with you it was maybe a couple times but not all the times now did you also like my mom encouraged us to do put out carrots out front for the reindeer no but we did carrots for the easter bunny oh interesting i like that no care maybe carrots one time with cookies but maybe not i don't think i would ever have carrots in the house i don't know why okay doesn't, doesn't sound like a thing that was in my household fair enough fair enough or at least i didn't consider it or eat them or think about it as a child now joe i know this is not your favorite movie uh yes. but favorite moments favorite scenes favorite lines kurt or otherwise i i think that one thing we can learn from this movie is that if you are like their father and you love Christmas too much, it will just kill you. Yeah. And that's probably something you shouldn't do. So I think being a non-true believer will keep you alive longer, although you might be miserable. I think that those people are safer. Like, the little girl's a true believer. She just jumps off a telephone pole for no reason. Like, they all have a death wish if you believe in Christmas, (laughs) is what I've learned from this movie. And I just think it's much safer to just, you know, hate it like everybody else. So your favorite part was when the dad died? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, 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 that's exactly what I said. Yeah. Just want to make sure I'm reading between the lines there. No, I I did like the, um, that when he, like, goes to drive the sleigh, like, the believe in yourself message. I didn't sure. expect mm-hmm. the believe in yourself message to come through in a Christmas movie, but I support that one. So okay. that one was good. I was like pretty okay with that. Hearing Kurt Russell call, like when she asks him to say ho, 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 calling it fake news felt like very icky in a weird way. Yeah, I don't disagree. I thought the same thing. Yeah, I didn't mind. I didn't like it, but I didn't mind it because I feel like everyone was trying to be like, hey, we're with the times. Because I think Netflix I agree. Whole thing... It dates it, but this mm-hmm. is like the Game of thrones yes. of the thing. Like, 100%. You said, it, you said it in a time where like this wasn't terrifying yet. That's why it hits in a weird way. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't, it doesn't make me think that like Kurt Russell's Santa is, is a full-blown chud or anything like that, even though, <laughs> let's be honest, Santa probably would be. Um, it, it just, it did the I same mean, he thing. he red. I mean, he, look at that beard. Um, mm-hmm. he's, Fat white guy. He's basically got a sweatshop. Uh, yep. like he's a yes. big old capitalist. He's yeah. into, he's into spying on people, like big supporter of the Patriot Act. Yeah. He also is very, he gives a lot away to charity and by charity, I mean children. Yeah. For tax breaks, probably. Do you think Santa pays taxes? No. He's a fucking organization. Like. He might be pulling like a Dan Snyder and going out to like a place where the, the government can't actually get him. That might be raised at the North Pole. <laughs> and sending racist emails? Is that yeah. what you're saying also? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Absolutely. And, like, trying to prostitute? Never mind. Yo, he did mm-hmm. talk a lot about, like, crime in Chicago, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> he did talk about crime in Chicago. Couple of fucking uh, Rush Limbaugh talking points there. He seems pro-cop. Yeah. ACAB, was... man. Standard does not say ACAB. Yeah. What did you Reindeer are ACAB, the... though. What did you think of the Stephen Van Zant uh, Christmas musical number? That was rough. That was the part. You, you, yeah. Yeah, that part was not necessary. Do you guys know? So they sing Santa Claus is Back in Town, the Elvis song. Do you guys know the Kurt Russell Elvis like lifelong connection? I no. was wondering if that was going to come up. I don't know the lifelong connection, but I was thinking like stupid IMDb trivia stuff. That pops into my brain. Um, mm-hmm. Does he not also play an Elvis impersonator in 3,000 Miles to Graceland? 
He does. He's also Elvis Presley in Elvis, the Cur- the John Carpenter movie, the TV movie from 1979. He was oh. also Elvis in Voice Only in Forrest Gump. But oh. there was Kurt Russell, like either his first or one of his very first films was the Elvis Presley film that Mike and I just covered, the most recent one. It happened at the World's Fair, which Kurt Russell, when he's like five or six years old. No uh, shit. Elvis pays him five. Or maybe he's a little bit older than that. Maybe he's like eight or ten. I don't know. He's a, he's a very young kid, though. Um, Elvis pays him five dollars to kick him in the shins so he can go to the ER and like hit on this nurse that he's got a crush on. But El- the Elvis and Kurt Russell were in a movie together, and then he comes back later. So like, there's been like for Kurt Russell's entire career, he's been like linked to Elvis. So to see him sing an Elvis song here just kind of, you know, fits in with that thing. And like that's the that's most the most recent movie that Mike and I just covered like two or three weeks ago on Viva Pod Vegas. So like it's very fresh in my memory. But yes, Chris, absolutely. Three hundred three thousand miles of Graceland, Forrest Gump and Elvis, and then also this, I guess. So big big long connection. Oh, I, I will say that I don't uh, I don't think that they were trying to uh to, to do like a uh a weird like conservative santa thing i think it was just a line that dates the hell out of the movie um yeah sort of like that like the the sequence in knives out where where like they're having the family argument about trump shit Mm -hmm. it's just like it's a cringy moment that that puts the movie in a very specific time which you should probably never do unless it's a specific plot point in your movie no and like the whole i I feel like the point for lack of a better word of a christmas movie is to be timeless right like it's just like we can watch like a good one you will want to watch every year. And this is like, hey, remember fake news? It's like, God, I wish I didn't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. We No one needs to be reminded of no. any. I mean, yeah, we're just lucky that they didn't have like a coronavirus reference or something like that. Because I feel like those are going to be <laughs> a thing for a while now. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was a real relief that we didn't have to hear Santa Claus talking about masks or something like that. Then we might have really gotten a chud, Santa. <laughs> You know, it's it's so annoying to me, like, obviously the last, like, two or three years, anything that's been made during the pandemic, people have had to figure out a way to, like, how do we how do we make a movie with only one actor or two actors or whatever, right? Like, how do we get a very small cast? And I feel like every time you see it done wrong, you're like, I just wish this movie didn't exist. And you see it done right? Like, I just watched Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes, which is, like, this time loop movie that was, like, there's, like, six actors in it. It's, like, a Japanese movie. It's awesome. And I'm like, why? It's so good that, like, it makes me angry at every other COVID movie for, like, trying and failing. It's just, like, get more creative. And I, I know that, like, that's easier said than done. But, like, if you're going to reference or, like, if you're going to make a movie during COVID and, like, have to do things a certain way still make a good movie. Don't be like, oh, no, our marriage is falling apart because we have to live through the pandemic. It's like, no one wants that. No. 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 I, the only thing I will accept is a remake of The Shining based around quarantine. Ooh, that is the only movie that no I will accept. Why did no one do that? Why did no one do that? Yeah, I want that. Why did Gus Van Sant not shot for shot that one, too? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, hey, anyone who is listening to this and wants to make that a reality, please contact me. Let, let's do it. I'll, I'll write that for free. Just let Kurt Russell be the hell yeah the, the main character. Would either of you wear a watch that told you how much Christmas spirit was left in the world? That was a large watch, and I'm not a watch guy to begin with. Now that was basically steampunk Santa. What if <laughs> if you don't want to wear that watch? What watch? What metric would you track on your watch? Like the the world total of what? Oh. I don't have an answer for this either. Oh, but like how he... many people are jerking off at the same time right That's now? That's a good one. 
that's you want you want that on your wrist? Why not? I think it's a good conversation starter. You're like, oh shit, what's going on right now? Like, holy fuck, like six more million people just started jacking off. It's like, oh, everybody's at work. It's like the World Cup sign. You're like, damn, numbers are down. And then yeah, exactly. after, like, numbers are up in one very particular country. Yes, 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 yes. Exactly. The, I think it would be fun to know. But you want, like, uh, so all of all the metrics of all the data you could possibly have on your wrist, yeah. you want concurrent, current, like th- current this- and concurrent masturbators. Yeah, th- this many people are currently jacking off. I think okay. it'll give you a good pulse on what's happening in the world right now. A literal pulse. Yeah, actually, yeah. You can find out like how quickly someone gets over like a national tragedy. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Like, who was the first guy to jack off after nine eleven? Like, <laughs> I would love to know. Yeah, because you're still gonna, you're gonna get you're gonna get like the tail end of the people that like haven't heard yet. So it's you're gonna like bot- plateau out at like a thousand. You know, at the very minimum, like you're gonna be like, these people are probably just waking up, haven't turned the TV or radio on, no cell phone. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm I'm on board with this. I'll, I would take that watch. I hope if you're listening to this with kids, which I don't think you are, you skip that part too. But maybe not. maybe <laughs> you know. <laughs> it, you're so right, though. Imagine it's like it's like nine eleven. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, second tower, and then you're like, you're looking, you're like, I'm over it. 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, you're like, God. Yeah, I mean, hey. People are fucking savage. It's been three minutes. Someone did it, and I want to know who that person is. I guess the watch wouldn't tell us who that person is. No, 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 we don't even need to know that. Yeah. I just want just, you know, general vicinity numbers. And probably break down by geography, too. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, the demos would be good. I will say that that person uh, is almost certainly on the naughty list. Yeah. Definitely. The first person to jerk it after 9-11? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a... Yeah. Because you like... it's That reminds me of, like, how the the most taxing, like, city sewers ever... The, t- the most taxing time for city sewers is halftime at the Super Bowl. Because, like, everybody goes to the bathroom at the same really? time. Yeah. Just, that's fascinating. Yeah. So, like, it's it's that, but for jerking off. It's just like, oh, like, when when would it be? Yeah. Yeah. What 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 day of Valentine's Day? Or is that yeah. like or is that the exact opposite? Mm, depends on who you're I think Christmas tracking. Eve would have to ring pretty free. I Christmas think Eve, Christmas... too many people are at their parents' house sleeping in their childhood bedrooms. I don't know about that. Uh yeah. yeah trying to recapture right. the thirteen year old feeling. <laughs> yeah. Oh gross. I hate it. A couple IMDb trivia facts about toys in this movie. He gives that guy he tries to trade that Mickey Mantle rookie card for yes. the Porsche. The a mint condition, one of those sold the year this movie came out for two point eight eight million dollars. Damn. Um, and then he he pulls out a Han Solo figure at the police station. Yes. Yes. Apparently, Kurt Russell auditioned for Han Solo, but wound up doing a western instead. But I could also yeah. see him as a Harrison Ford esque Han Solo. I think. I think they're kind of interchangeable. Not that they're like the same person or anything like that, but I think that either of them could play either of the other one's roles, and I'd be like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm trying to see if there's any other notes that I have about there's, this movie. There's um, there was okay. My, I was trudging through this movie, just trying to get through it because it's definitely not for me. It's not for me. I'm not a child. I don't fucking like Christmas. I like Kurt Russell. That's it. Mm-hmm. The part that really, really, really set me off the rails was near the end, where they're like, "Okay, we're like you. You can be my helpers tonight." 
and we'll get all the presents out. And she goes, there can't be Christmas without presents. And that sums up everything I hate about Christmas in one sentence. Mm. And Like, just saying shit like that. Like, I don't mind they're, like, trying to talk to their dead dad. I don't mind, like, believe in yourself. I, Kurt Russell's trying to make sure he's a true believer in the spirit of that's That stuff really doesn't bother me. It's just, like, the actual just propaganda of, like, there must be things gifted that are like material things or there is no Christmas is why I hate Christmas so much. Yeah. I, I'm, 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 I am with you. Like walking outside anytime near Christmas, or like walking through a mall, God forbid around Christmas does speaking of John Carpenter does really feel like putting the glasses on. Like it just does scream, consume, obey. Um, yeah. It's rough. It's rough out there around Christmas time. And yeah, that aspect of it, uh, but I feel the same way about like fucking, I don't know, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, agreed. Like, any of that stuff. I think it. I think that all shit the Gary up. Marshall holidays. Exactly. But don't you like? I'm not going to bat for Christmas here because I do think I have more Christmas spirit than either of you. Even though, like, I dispelled Joe's myth of my Santa, no, my Christmas. Joey's belief. a firm Christmaser. Don't you guys like getting a good gift for someone? Like I have I, years ago, maybe not. Mm, like I, I guess once I had disposable income, I much preferred finding a gift for someone that they would really enjoy than getting anything for Christmas. Joe, you want me to blow your mind real quick? Sure. You can get them that gift and give it to them on any fucking day of the year. No, I know that, but also like that's the whole thing. That that's, but I'm not that's just talking about thing. Christmas. I'm talking about anything. And like this is yes, just like, I love that. But you just give it to them when you see it, and you're like, "This made me think of you." Here, that's it. That's the whole thing. There you go. Christmas is done. Yeah, but then that puts like a weird pressure on them. No, no, it yeah, doesn't. It, does. it might. It could. Okay, well then you're a weird gifter. Like, you know, just be like, "Hey, I saw this. I thought of you. To use this for a birthday or Christmas or whatever the fuck you want next." There. But here, I thought that you should have this. I would love to get, like, I give people presents all the time that I'm like, oh, th- I thought you want this. Here, I got it for you. Like, doesn't need to be a certain day. I'm kind of on the fence here, honestly. Like, I agree, you should just do that. But because those holidays exist, like, we, we don't. It's like we feel like, oh, I got to save this for a birthday. I got to save this for Christmas. Yeah, get your friends more anytime presents. Yeah, I feel like, like, when you I see feel something like you're swaying that's... me. I feel like I'm anti-Christmas now. Let's go beat up a Santa Claus. Joe, you got to buy me presents. If you buy me... Here, th- this is your fault now. If you buy me more presents, I'll be anti-Christmas. Yeah, no, that's just promoting Christmas. How? Oh, I thought you were saying, like, specifically Christmas presents. Like, if no, I just, like, sent a, you more... If a... I sent you more random, like, I just thought of you things? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying buy me Christmas presents. Okay, cool. I'll buy him other time of the year presents. Yeah. Most of the presents I buy you, Joey, are memes, and you don't like those either. You just love Christmas and hate memes. You buy me memes? <laughs> those are called <laughs> NFTs, friend, and we have to have a conversation if you're buying those. <laughs> no, I'm not. I meant, like, the gifts of, like, Joey was thinking of you that I give him all the time are just memes that I find. All the that... Facebook messages that I don't respond to because I'm like, I don't know what to say to this. Yeah. I will say... Trump's NFT drop came out on my birthday. I didn't get a single one from anybody. So, <laughs> sorry, I, that that's my fuck up. They were sold out by the time that I tried to buy you one. They sold out in like a minute. Jesus, like yeah. I know, I know. Anyway, any other thoughts about this movie? I uh, I think my thought is that uh, anyone listening to this who uh, has not watched that movie has no idea what the fuck this movie is about. <laughs> 
Kurt Russell playing they, Santa Claus, man. That's it. They, they might summed think, it up in one sentence at the they, beginning. They might think it's about Santa Claus doing 9-11. Like they, yeah. There's no chance anyone and, listening and, to this knows And tracking people about. jerking off, too. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, Joey, did you notice that there's like a weird amount of like sports in the periphery of this movie? What because you, you mentioned, mentioned the Mickey Mantle card, but they're like yep. in a bar that has like uh, a Blackhawks flag because they're in Chicago. He wakes up with a patch jersey on one Christmas morning because he's from what Massachusetts or whatever. He's got the big Patriots flag in his room too. That, yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. Like that was some real set design right in your face on that one. They really wanted you to know where they were from. It's just dude stuff, I guess. I don't know. No, it, it was just like it, like you know. Usually these movies don't have because they're supposed to be timeless and like non-confrontational they usually don't have stuff like that sure so to yeah. see this stuff in this movie i was like oh weird this this feels very strange to me i will say something that was relieving is that um i thought we were going to get like brother sister like antagonism shenanigans and like that brother was going to be a disgusting shit boy throughout like the entire movie. Yes. It's a real relief that they are like on team Santa 15 minutes in and you don't have to deal with that shit. Agreed. That, that was yeah. a big, uh, correct decision and saving grace of, of this movie. If I had to deal with that brother, sister sniping kid shit, I would have checked out of this way earlier. It's great that they don't do that. Yeah, I agree. Again, not a good movie, but it's fine. I would say I would say there's probably on YouTube. Watch like a Kurt Russell Santa Claus supercut. That's the movie. Yeah, I, I think for that alone, I think it's worth one watch. Like I don't think this holds up to like anything that's like some of the Christmas classics, and I don't I don't know how rewatchable it will ever be, ever. Well, we're gonna find out next Christmas. The three of us are gonna watch the Christmas Chronicles too. I better get more Goldie Hawn. Yeah, I think she's she's on the poster for the second one. So I'd watch you know. the second one of this. Like I, yeah. I'm not opposed to that. Yeah. Is there a John Cena Christmas movie? Oh, he's in Daddy's Home too. Mm. I don't know what that is. That's apparently is he? That's Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, John Lithgow, Mel Gibson. The fuck? That sounds like a Mad Libs. John that's Cena a real movie? is also in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw. Did I see Daddy's Home one? I think it was like. Mark Wahlberg divorced maybe Linda Cardellini and her new husband is Will Ferrell. And then Mark Wahlberg comes home and there's like this confrontation like, oh, look, it's like old badass dad, new like dopey dad. And like they're never going to get wait, along. Come on, so wait, say this cast again. You've got Mel Gibson, Mark Wahlberg. So it's Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg. And then I think that's in the first one. And then I think in the second one, which is one John Cena's in, I think their dads are played by Mel Gibson and John Lithgow. Okay, so it's it's meet the parents for like incredibly divorced dads who use Redbox a lot. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Okay, so Daddy's Home Two on IMDb plot summary: Having finally gotten used to each other's existence, Brad and Dusty must now deal with their intrusive fathers during the holidays. During the holidays. All right. And John Cena is like he's fifth build on Wiki, but like twelfth build on IMDb. So I don't know. Well, if we're talking, we're not about- doing that. If we're talking about pro wrestlers in in Christmas movies, and I know you're only talking about the pro wrestlers that were in Fast and the Furious, but if we're talking about pro wrestlers in Christmas movies, the winning movie is not Santa with Muscles starring Hulk Hogan. It is Santa's Sleigh starring Bill Goldberg. That is the Ooh. best Christmas movie with a professional wrestler. Uh, though, you know what? Honorable mention to Jingle All the Way with The Big Show. 
Interesting. I, I like Jingle All the Way a lot. I, I also don't think that's a very good movie, but I, I think, love... right? He shows up in that, right? Captain Insano is one of the Santa Clauses at the warehouse, isn't he? I think so. I'm not really a big wrestling guy. I think there's yes, a yes, in yes, movie. yes. Okay. Before he was a star of his own Netflix show, The Big Show had a small role on Jingle All the Way alongside Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Is that yeah. in Captain Insano? I also Googled, and I don't know that this is necessarily a Christmas movie. I don't know. But Jason Momoa is in that new Netflix movie, Slumberland. Oh. But I don't think it's a Christmas. I just Googled Jason Momoa Christmas movie, and Slumberland came up. But I don't know if it's a Christmas. Oh, wait. Jason Momoa's playing Frosty the Snowman? What the fuck? Yeah, pardon? Hold on. Hold on. Breaking news. Jason Momoa, Frosty the Snowman. Oh, it's a... Wait, a live-action film. Apparently, it's still not out yet. I think this might be a COVID casualty. Oh, man. Wow. Rest in peace, that movie. Man, can you believe... Trivia on IMDb, did you know Jason Momoa is the second actor to play a DC Comics hero and a sentient snowman? The first was Michael Keaton, who played Batman and later appeared in Jack Frost. True. Snow Dad is better than No Dad. I um uh, I will say I, I am shocked they did not bring the dad back to life in this movie. I really felt like that's where it was going. Just like across the street waving out the window type situation, something it's like coming downstairs. It's like, hey guys, it's Christmas morning. What are you talking about? I've been here the whole time. It is funny that like the the Teddy writes the letter to Santa. He's like, look, I it has it's been a while. It's been rough. All I want to see is my dad. And then Santa writes him a letter back. It's like, sorry, kid, I can't do that. It's just like, what? You can't, hold on, what? Like, we spent a whole night of magic with you, and the thing yeah. you can't do is let me see my dad. Yeah. Look, buddy, I'm a warlock, I'm a chronomancer, but I'm not a necromancer because that is the dark arts. I do not fuck <laughs> yeah. with that. Yeah. You know, yeah. talk to the talk to the tooth fairy if you want yeah. if you want that. Talk to the tooth fairy, aka the rock. Oh Johnson. shit. Um, all right, do you guys want to watch the trailer for the Christmas Chronicles? I kind of want to see how they pitch this. Yeah. Netflix famously terrible at trailers. Oh yeah. So I mean, we'll it could see. have just stopped with Netflix famously terrible. True. Although the Netflix original film, which is not out as we're recording this, I think probably out as we release this, but I saw I paid to see in the theaters a couple of weeks ago, the Noah Baumbach White Noise is mm. fucking incredible. Yeah, really looking forward to seeing that because I love that book. Uh, love, if love, you, love I think if you Lilo. love the book, you will love the movie. I Hell think yeah. it is genuinely, it, I was blown away by how, how good it is. So, okay. The Christmas Chronicles official trailer Netflix posted four years ago, three and a half million views. Top comment. This is a great Christmas movie. I watched it four times now. It's oh, destined God. to be a Christmas classic. Mm. Very heartwarming. Kurt Russell is the best Santa. Ooh, the last, interesting. The last, last line I let's, agree with. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about it. Best Santas on film. I mean, there's so not a lot about, of great ones. So today also, as this episode comes out on Christmas morning, unwrap it with your smartphone. There is an episode of 1999, the podcast that also comes out today where John picked. Have either of you heard of a 45 minute animated special from 1999 called Olive, the other reindeer? No, Uh, I have heard of that, but I have certainly never seen it or thought of it. But that, that name sounds very familiar created or produced by Matt Groening of The okay. Simpsons and Futurama. Okay, cool. It premiered alongside, I think, maybe the Futurama season or series premiere, maybe. 
Uh, Drew Barrymore plays a dog named Olive, and she hears over the radio that Santa's calling in Olive via the reindeer, and she hears it as Olive, and so she has to go save the day. And it's this really kind of crudely, like it's Parappa the Rappa animation, and it's wonderful. It's filled with great voice actors, like Dan Castellaneta is in there, Billy West is in there, Kat Susie's in there, like it's just stacked with voice talent. Drew Barrymore is Drew Barrymore charming in it. And we talked about on that, uh, best Santas, and I don't really have an option, but I do love Kurt as Santa here. So I'm saying that's a plug for go listen to 1999 the podcast. Go watch all of the other reindeer. It's on YouTube. It's very fun. More fun than this movie. Um, but I, I, I was asked that question over there too. I don't have a better answer. I think maybe now Kurt Russell is the option, but do you guys have a better, a more favorite Santa? I was trying to, th- who plays, oh, Ed Asner plays Santa in Elf, right? That's a pretty yeah. good Santa. He's also Santa in Olive. No shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's been Santa like seven things. Attenborough, Santa in Miracle on 34th Street. I don't remember a lot about that movie, but just the idea that David Attenborough played Santa is pretty funny to me. Certainly not Tim Allen. If Jim you, if... Broadbent, I think, played Santa in something, maybe. I Again, know. I'll go back to Goldberg. Uh, I don't know if he's supposed to be officially Santa in that movie, but gotta throw gotta throw some love to Santa Slay. That movie rocks. Great Santas. I don't I don't know. Like I didn't think about it until I saw Kurt Russell's big goofy mug on this trailer that I have paused. Um, side question. Is that a real beard on Kurt? Like we know he can rock a beard. Nah. We've all seen the thing, but is that, is that a real beard? No, uh, I don't think it is, but if it was, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you on that one. That's fair. But, but man, he has a good looking man with a good looking head of hair and a good beard. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Kurt, right. this is Kurt Russell. That that man has always been able to rock uh, a beard. Truly. Okay. Are you both ready to watch this trailer? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I've had a Three, pause on that creepy face two, for a long time. One play. Ooh. Oh, the dunking was pretty cool too. I like that. Dear Santa, this is Kate Pierce. I've been really good. Yeah, I thought they were going to go with the found footage thing. And that only got kind of sprinkled in. I thought it was an interesting take, and they, they didn't was, go with it. Speaking of that, who was filming the Christmas mornings growing up? Because, like, all four of them are in frame. Oh, sh- uh, try it's, No, is it's it, like handing the camera off. You can okay. see it. It's like okay. the dad has it, then the mom has it, then the, yeah. Okay. Like, actually shocked the precocious kids are not the most obnoxious characters. Like, the kids were pretty decent. I will say that. Yeah, they were. Movie. They were. Yeah, this girl, like, her role in Big Little Lies was, like, she had an iPod, and she basically soundtracked the show, and it was always, like, the deepest cut, like, a perfect song, but she was, like, seven or eight, you know what I mean? Like, because it's the same year as this, basically. But it was, like, it's, like, this is obnoxious, but also she's got great taste in music, and so, like, you can't really hate it. Yeah. But that's kind of her thing, like, charming and precocious. Five and in person. One night only. Can you go ho, ho, ho? I don't go ho, ho, ho. That's a myth. Oh, they cut out from the trailer the fake news line. The joke lands much better yeah. like that. Yep. So a few brats don't get presents, it's not the end of the world. People need Christmas to remind themselves of how good they can be. Wendy, you got so big. Like, this was cool. Like, I like was, this. She was yes. the only one who was like, oh, this guy actually might be Santa. I agree. I actually wanted more of that. They, they kind of dabbled with the cops, but yeah. I the whole cop sequence didn't do a lot for me. Um, I will say that I I, I like seeing Lamorne Morris from New Girl as one of the cops. Like, he was a cop in New Girl. He's just very funny in that show, but... Oh, we got to talk about the elves. I forgot about them. Someone watched watched Minions and was like, we need to do that. Yes! They are just the Minions. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Like Gremlins, though. Yeah, that's a rough scene, too. 
I will say the special effects in this movie for like where they could make it very half-assed are actually pretty okay. Yeah, that's what the made Duncan me think of the early yeah. Harry, Harry Potters. Yep. Like, at a certain point, you see reindeer fly. You're like, okay, I believe in Santa now, right? You know what I mean? Like, it just... Yeah, maybe that was it, too. Like, they're just a little bit too much... That's that's a joke that your parents would think was really Yeah, they, they did show a lot of bad jokes in this trailer, but that's how trailers work, really, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trailers are always bad. You guys are right, though. I, I wish that, that like... P- put into perspective like one actual comment point that i have that i didn't like about the movie is that he didn't convert enough people very quickly like the like the girl like the hostess at the restaurant is pretty much the only one that believes it's santa besides like the one cop like at the end of the movie yeah yeah true like he walks around the restaurant he's like yo like this is the chris like the baseball card you wanted this is the thing like he speaks all their languages and they're like you're a creepy guy get out i do think that they could have explained that away if it was just like the world is crumbling into chaos, like nobody believes anymore. But like that's not what the movie's about. No. The movie is about uh, them finding Santa because she sees his hand in a video, right? Like it's a very personal story. It's about this family. But if the story was instead like society is on the brink of collapse because no one believes in Christmas anymore, then like that kind of explains itself away. Yes. I don't know. But yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would have liked to see, like if I'm writing this movie, yeah. I'm cutting out that whole middle with the, the cop stuff or i mean at least cutting that musical montage um or whatever you'd call it i I think a more interesting movie has more of those scenes where he's interacting with people who are non-believers and maybe is like subtly like like what he did with the cop where he's like call call your ex um more of that and then maybe at the end we could have had less call your ex more call your girlfriend yeah hey it's Um, time you had the talk like we could have seen everyone waking up on Christmas morning, like making those little changes or having been affected by meeting Santa yep. Claus. Yep. I think that actually would have been a really, mm-hmm. uh, a much more interesting and cool uh, film and, and adventure if we had, had just had a few more. And you could cast a bunch of fucking comedians and stuff as these side characters and have some fun with yep. it. And I think I think that's a better movie. Um, not it's, that this it's was a movie bad, that this, but... this unintentionally sets up and just doesn't. It doesn't. I don't think it right. realizes it's setting it up. Yeah, that first scene with the waitress really does in, in that bar does does set that up, and then it doesn't really pay it off. You dabble a little bit with the cops, and then it just drops it all for him to turn presents. into a CGI monster and deliver presents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like see that waitress like quit her job and be like, "I'm gonna try art one more time." Or yeah, whatever, right. Like yes, she wakes up on Christmas morning and has you know uh, she gets she gets a bunch of uh, oil paints or like an easel yeah. or something like that, and. Or or she or we find out that she she painted her mom a, a painting for Christmas or something like that. Yeah, like there's there's maybe so that's what the second one's that. about. We can hope. I don't know. I have no idea what the second one's about. I, I have very little faith that that's that they did. Joe, that, but Joe, I you gotta be, you gotta believe. My Christmas spirits at fifteen percent, but there's thirty thousand people <laughs> jacking off right now. So that's plummeting. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, we have the Letterbox game. So for reference sake, Mad Max Fury Road, one of the most popular films on Letterbox, has been logged by 1.25, which rounds up on Letterbox to 1.3 million people. Damn. The Christmas Chronicles, directed by Clay Catus, starring Kurt Russell, Darby Camp, and Judah Lewis, has been seen by how many people? Chris, if you haven't played this game, it's wildly difficult. Yeah. Let Joe make a first guess, unless you want to go first. If you want to take a no, shot in the dark. No, I got an answer. Less people than are jerking off around the world right now. 
So Joe said thirty thousand. You think okay, okay. We'll play, we'll do a follow up. We'll do an over under after we get the number. Okay. Uh, um, I'm, I'm gonna go. Furious answer. I'm gonna go. I think that it's kind of new. It's Kurt Russell, and I think the letterbox lends itself to be Christmasers like Joey is. So I'm gonna. This is start... this is fake news. You got to slow down on this thing. <laughs> I'm gonna start at eighty thousand. Right, I'm gonna stop you right there. It is eighty thousand six oh four. <laughs> wow. So now, question is: Are Holy more fuck. are more or less people than eighty thousand jerking more, off right more. now? More. Yeah, so many more. more at any given moment. It's so many more. Yeah, Whatever more. number you can think of, it's more than that. Global population is I think eight we just billion eight people. Billion, yeah. yeah. So one percent is eighty million. Point one percent is eight million. Eighty over eighty. Over eighty million so people jerking off. Right. Oh oh one. You think you think one percent of the population is jerking off at any given time? Probably. <laughs> That is an astronomically high number. That's wild, but you know, mm, I don't know. I spend a lot of time online. I can believe it. Eighty million people at any given chance. I think so, probably. And that is like people are asleep. Uh, but I, I mean, got to count wet dreams too, right? That's like... no, you don't. That's not jerking off. That's just ejaculating. <sighs> if we're counting that, then the number is exponentially high. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. How many people do you think have wet dreams? No, I'm just I'm talking about it, like if you're just talking about nutting, then the number is huge. Yeah, I, no, I thought I thought like re, I thought like attempting to reach climax is what. Okay, oh, Jesus. Speaking of Jesus, happy birthday! Uh, how many of those eighty thousand people have this movie in their top four favorite films of all uh, time? Ooh. Well, it's it's Christmas. It's it's very close to Christmas, Chris. I, so I'm gonna skew the number a little bit. I think I'm gonna be. And I will say, Chris, the one the one rule of thumb that we have basically found it's that just never works, zero. Say it's again? sometimes zero. It's, it's sometimes zero. zero. But okay. like what 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 it normally is is you sort of divide by a thousand, and that's usually yeah. Point one percent so like, like, is a good so, starting. Point. So really? the basis for eighty thousand would be about eighty. Like that's just like for whatever reason that's just sort of how it works. I'm not saying it's true for this. I'm not saying it's true for every movie. But like generally speaking, just random ass movies, it's usually. 0.1% is a, is, a, is a rough rule of thumb that generally works somehow. I mean, like, letter, don't get me wrong. I have a Letterboxd account. I, I, I do most of my movies on Letterboxd. But, like, the Letterboxd population are the kind of people who uh, are uh, the entire population of Letterboxd jacked off to uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. And that yes. just doesn't seem to yes. cross over with the kind of people who put this movie in their top four. So I'm going to say... You know what? Let's go with a nice round Christmas number. I'm gonna say 25, and that still seems high. Joe, uh, yeah, I w- I was gonna be right around there, but maybe bump it up a little bit because it's December, so somebody might have switched their top four to have just Christmas movies. So um, I'll go 35. Chris, very close. So I will say that last week on the Patreon, if you have not joined the Patreon, go join the Patreon and listen to our episode of Better Watch Out. But Better Watch Out has been seen by 54,000 people, which is, you know, two-thirds-ish of what saw this. But 95 fans over there, because there's a lot of people Christmas movies like, I love this movie. I love Black Christmas. I love Better Watch. You know, whatever. It's just like all these things. Yeah. Chris, basically right on 80,000 here, only 22 people is in the top four. Hell yeah. That's so funny. Chris I was twenty five. Pretty. I close. was literally going to start at twenty. Yep, that's exactly where I was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I will say that the second one, which came out two years later, actually directed by Chris Columbus. So hey. there you go, Chris. Has both numbers are lower. So okay, 
we are going to there's four people i picked it's it's actually we're not going to do this one we're ugh, boy it's tough because they're all like just weird none of these people reviewed the movie uh i'm gonna go to wolgny 76 shout out to wolgny display name is anthony gorilla emoji gorilla emoji gorilla emoji Christmas Chronicles is Anthony's third favorite film of all time. Damn. I picked this one, Chris, because your former podcast, The Deceased, RIPD, RIPD 2, Monkey Club, Mm -hmm. two of Anthony's top four films are monkey movies. Cinema. Cinema. Wow. So Anthony, gorilla emoji, gorilla emoji, gorilla emoji, not lying. He likes monkeys. Yeah, he does. He wears that on his sleeve, too. Good for him. So like just what are two checks in and like just wrote it to the end of time? I will Jumanji. say all, all four of these movies. No, I would not call that a. There are monkeys in it. I would not call it a monkey movie. Okay, okay. I didn't know these the are distinguishing these factor. are okay. monkey movies. All four of his top yeah. films have come out while we've been alive. Okay. Name two monkey movies that Anthony. Who lives on 444 South 42nd Street, Fairfield, PA? I'm not doxing him. I'm gonna go That's visit on him. his letterbox profile. I'm gonna go bring him a stuffed monkey. Uh, his website is donate.gorillafund.org. That's wild. Is this actually? Oh, oh, interesting. That address is Mercy Hospital and Left for Dead. Okay, so Anthony's, okay. Anthony's we, on one. Did we stumble on an ARG? We might have. That would be very, very cool. What is this actual gorillas need your help? Helping people saving gorillas, the Dion Diane Fossey Gorilla Fund. Hmm. Okay. All right. Name two monkey movies that Anthony loves. I mean, Kong. damn. King Kong. Yeah, that's a good one. Yes, King Kong 05 is Anthony's number four nice favorite one. film, the Peter Jackson one, which I think um, I saw with my dad on New Year's Eve, maybe? I'm going to say one of the planet of the apes remakes i'm gonna hope it's mm-hmm. not the tim burton one but i'm gonna say it's the the first one of the the new trilogy yes rise Good of job. the planet of the apes is his number yeah. one now okay yo chris podcast and i do are doing great so far with these two movies the numbers mm-hmm. just to say like sometimes we're not on sometimes we're on we're doing really good tonight it's a okay. christmas miracle the it reason is. I picked this profile is because the fourth film on here, Anthony's number two favorite film of all time, made me laugh out loud. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because we have Rise of the Planet of the Apes, yeah. Blank, The Christmas Chronicles, wow. King Kong. Holy shit. What movie? King Kong 05. King Kong 05. Cool. What movie is the opposite of all of those movies? Inglorious Bastards. No, but you are really close. Okay. Fantastic guess. Um, <laughs> I was, yeah, that's what I, I was hoping. Or like the Passion of the Christ. Saving Private Ryan. No, uh, right war though. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Damn. M- more depressing than both. Whoa. Schindler? Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Schindler's List. The Christmas Chronicles, King Kong. I want to meet this guy or gal. I, I, I just I, that's that's just gorilla An- time. Anthony, gorilla oh, okay. emoji, gorilla emoji, okay. gorilla emoji. Uh, incredible, incredible. That was so awesome. That was a really good pick, Joey. Like excellent, <laughs> yeah. top tier. That made me really happy. Thank you, Anthony. Gorilla, gorilla, gorilla is a new <laughs> character in the Fast and Furious verse for sure. 
shout out to he's only following one person and it's someone whose uh letterbox picture is shrek so (laughs) (laughs) this definitely seems like somebody that i would get along with this seems like a guy who memed about harambee for way too long after that meme it's still yes yeah yeah definitely um well, Chris, thank you to, to to from our Harambe to your Harambe. Thank you so much for joining us on this Christmas morning. Yeah, man, this this was this was fun. I uh, I'm, I'm sorry we've uh, confused and disgusted so many people uh, with this podcast, but you yeah, know, you know what? Was... Merry Christmas, motherfucks, <laughs> and, a happy, and a happy New Year. I know that you have basically shrunk away from the internet as it's smart to do, but is mm-hmm. there anywhere that people can find you that you want to be found online? Or if not, is there a particular episode, either of your former shows or just an episode you've guested on that people would should check out if they want more of your melodious voice? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, don't find me on the internet. Uh, in fact, uh, go outside, touch some grass, d- get off the internet after you listen to this episode. Jerk off. Uh, sure. Raise Joe's yeah. watch count. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, what should we do? What was a good episode of, uh, of, uh, something that we did? The, um, the live Carly tournament that you, me, and Nico Carly recorded in my house was fun. Anything we did involving Carly Ray, that's, you know, always a, a, a through line. But I'll say, you know what? If, if you want a, a taste of us in the before times, uh, go check out that Cage Club episode of Colorado Space. Mm-hmm. That, that, that is, is the last time that any of us thought that we could feel something. And it's the last time that any of us were in a room with somebody for, like, two years. So you can you can just hear the naivete and the innocence in our voices as we talk yeah. about a pretty okay uh, Cage movie that's an adaptation of a pretty okay Lovecraft story. There was like that weekend that I think the following weekend, Brian had his like it was before the pandemic, but Brian had his live high school slumber party and Kyle did his live foodie films. So we were there. We're like, oh my god, it's daylight savings. It's crazy. And we also recorded the Colorado Space. I think the day before that. And then the next weekend, Chris, do you remember, not to blow up their spot, but we went to our friend's house to play rock band. We're all just like, you know, if we get it, we get it. Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like on March 14th, we're like, I'm like, I already have the plans. I'm I'm probably not going to get it there. It's probably going to be fine. Yeah. Um, and then we're like, oh, no, this is bad. But, you know. I had yeah. just taken my boards. The world was my oyster. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and now man. your pronouns are prosecute slash pouchy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That guy. Get him out of here you know when the cue drops come and we find out that he was actually executed months ago it'll all make sense Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. it'll all come into line trust the process yeah just like the sixers (laughs) just trust the process so if you're listening to this on the main feed the next episode coming out this tuesday is riddick with nika vasillo coming back to close out this riddick quadrilogy with us on tuesday and if you're listening on the patreon feed there will be a bonus episode in the next week sometime, Alex Ellen's pick of the probably terrible film Superfast. I've the parody that. film. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. So we will get to that when we get to that. And then the next episode for everybody for sure is The Life in the Fast Lane, Too Fast, Too Furious, Minute 80, which will be the first episode in the new year. But Chris, thank Ooh, you once again for joining you, us for the Christmas Chronicles. And I want I want a verbal commitment now. Christmas Chronicles 2 next December. Will you return? Oh, yeah. I, already, I said at the beginning of the episode, cool. I love horny Christmas movies. And there's no way that if, if Goldie is not in this movie more, that it is not going to be horny Mrs. Claus and, and Santa Claus. So oh, yeah. I am, oh, I am all yeah. that one. Cool. Very, very cool. Fingers crossed for a horny holiday season yep. next year. 
Joe's watch going crazy for all yeah. things <laughs> too fast too forever. You go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash too fast too forever, or at too fast too forever on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, family at cageclub.me. Check out our Patreon page at too fast too forever.com and our store at T Public. And come back next time for either Riddick or Super Fast or Life in the Fast Lane. Who knows how any of this happens? I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And that was Dr. Chris Podcast, and we'll tell you all about it. We'll see you.